Welcome back to another episode of the Excellence Cartel. Today, ladies and gentlemen, it is a new way of we are doing the podcast. We're going to do one month where we help a coach with their business. And to help this process out of awesomeness is TRM's very own Matthew Park joining us. Matthew, you look exquisite, but I, I can't get real deep with you because Sue just like really gave me like the best boner ever by saying he was going to ride a bike all through his Massachusetts town. And I'm turned on now and immediately have to go to him to find out like, what kind of bike are you getting, Sue? Like, give me the specs, bro. Uh, I think I'm just looking for like a, like a road bike, like a hardtail is what it's called. Um, Cause a lot of bikes now they have like, you know, shock brakes on it. And uh, I mean, shocks on it and like, you know, disc brakes and all that stuff. I'm looking for something pretty simple just to ride around town. Uh, maybe take it to the trails there near my house. Um, you know, not like crazy trails, but just, you know, like walking trails that you can also ride on. But I want to start expanding my, you know, physical prowess, you know, and, you know, mm. just get a little bit outside of bodybuilding and, you know, maybe take up biking as a, as a hobby. But Jeff, the last seven days have been great. You know, I've been signing a lot of clients, but I've been passing them on to uh, my coaches. Um, I just got another coach on my team. Jesse Otrowski, um, and we're, we're onboarding her, getting her set up. Um, other than that, uh, you know, I've been reading a book that Lauren Conlon um, suggested to me called The Molecule of More. Oh, it's a good book, all about dopamine. It's really good. It, it, it helps me, it's been helping me reconcile my desires for more and more and more success, business, bodybuilding, money, whatever it is that I want to do in my life. And reconcile that with the here and now and being able to appreciate what I've accomplished and not always look for the next step before even celebrating what I've accomplished. Because I'm someone who's always unhappy in that regard that, oh, I could have done more. or What's the next thing I'm going to do? So I've been reading it, loving the book. Um, and yeah, that's about it, Jeff. You know, I will be honest with you. That was a really good read. That opened my mind to a few different things I never really considered, like how you're driven by, you know, it really goes into like your methylation, you know, your genes yeah. and the COMT and all that. So it's pretty cool. Oh, one, uh, one thing, Jeff. No, you, no, no. But go ahead. Yeah, sciences. I have prostatitis. Is that where your prostate gets like swollen and, and like you just having like a hard time? I, I legit thought I got a fucking STD. Man, I, was, <laughs> I was like, shit. I thought my you fucking, got an STD? <laughs> my fucking reckless ways have finally come up to me. But then, you know, I went to my doctor and uh, he was just like, well, do you sit a lot throughout your days? And, and how, how have you been doing with your water intake? And I'm like, yeah, I haven't been drinking my water. And I sit literally like 14, 15 hour a hours a day. And she's like, yeah, that's why. So I'm on antibiotics now. And because of that, I shifted my work from, you know how I tell you, like, I always do Monday and Tuesdays. Like, I work my fucking ass off from, like, 7 to, like, 9 p.m. Uh -huh. I shifted all my calls on the Thursday, so I'm spreading my work out a little bit more now. Probably good for you. I've been doing that. I only have certain times I'll take calls. Matt taught me that. Yeah. To but maximize having my this fucking thing, Jeff, it feels like someone just, like, repeatedly kicks you in the nuts. That's how you feel all day. Oh, my God. Fucking awful. So... I, there's so many comments I could say right now. And like, it's like low hanging fruit. I'm just like wanting to attack it, but I'm going to leave it alone. I hope your prostate and you get to feel better in the next few days. Sort of like Stifler said, milk it. Right. Um, Ashley, how's your last seven days been? You're, you're like our guest spotlight for the day. So I'm going to mix the order up since Jason's dropping Matt, picking Maddox up from golf and running a little behind. So I figured I'd find out how your last seven days have been. 
Yeah, I appreciate it. They definitely have been challenging. I'm kind of getting over a small little sinus infection. I had a horrendous like poison ivy breakout and I'm so allergic. I had to go to urgent care to get like two different steroids just to calm my body down. And then I had a um, unexpected passing of a family member on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So they've been very challenging, but at the same time, I'm still here. I'm still given hundred percent to my clients, to my own protocol. And it just shows you that, you know, life is short and you need to be extremely grateful. So they've, although been challenging, it's been still very good. Uh, what has been probably the one weird thing that happened this week? Any weird things? The weird thing. Yeah. It's a random question. I know. Honestly, I think just, I think it was Thursday when you guys announced that I was going to be on the podcast. That was weird because I was in the middle of a really crappy training session and then, you know, the excellence cartel Instagram reached out and was like, Hey, like, are you still interested? And I was like, kind of waiting for like Ashton Kutcher to like pop out of my gym and be like, Oh, gotcha. Like you've been punked, you know, like just kind of oh, forgot about that the... show. That was yeah, exactly. Story. Just like waiting for like them to be like, Oh, psych bitch. Like, no, <laughs> um, <laughs> but the fact that they were like, yeah, please like, you know, reach out to, you know, Jeff Black. And I was like, Oh, hell yeah. So like, that training session went from like zero to a hundred really quickly. Cause I was like, Oh hell yeah. Like I gotta get amped up. And so like, you know, although the training session kind of started crappy, it definitely ended on a positive note. So I thought that was kind of weird, but you know, in an in a awesome way. Well, good. You know, in all honesty, we had quite a bit of entries and we were just like, Hey, well, let's make this a monthly segment. Cause the uh, outpouring for uh, help was so good. And yeah, we hit well, Matt up and Matt was like, well, hell we'll do it every month. And I'm like, cool. So you get to be our Guinea pig and, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how this goes. Matt, how's your last seven days been, my Canuck? Are you guys like still under like uh, military, like torment and, and tyrant rule up there in Canada? Or are you guys allowed to spring free from this virus that has a huge survival rate? What's going on up there? I never bought a bike yet, just so you know. <laughs> I didn't buy a bike yet, buddy. Well, you what know? kind of tyrant? So yeah, for all that snow and shit, you need a motorbike. <laughs> I need like a super big motorbike. Yeah, no shit. for us, man. Fall hit us uh, this week. Um, had family stuff all weekend with my kids. My daughter is like, I think a theatrical, you know, gem. She's three and a half years old. I like, just dance in front of a mirror like for hours upon end, entertaining to the house the whole time. So, if you guys want entertainment and uh, want to keep yourself going, I'll give you guys videos if you ever, if you guys ever want. Sure. Um, but uh, kids stuff, business stuff. Um, we're growing fast, as you know, Jeff and TRM right now, which is awesome. And enjoying the weather, man. Can't, can't weather over here is good. Um, I'll buy a bike eventually when uh, when Jeffrey gets his, and we'll go from there. You know, I expect to see a, a fellow bike riding journey together one day when Canada and the U.S. can finally join back together. We'll meet at the border, Jeff. We'll meet the yeah, guys meet at the border and like parallel ride each other <laughs> from like Buffalo and all that. Oh, look at this, Jason coming on right at the right time. For me to get how Jason's last seven days have been. Jason, I literally got through everybody. You pop on right when it's your fucking turn. Oh, hey, Maddox. Sorry about the bad language. So, <laughs> hey, thank you, buddy. I'm recording downstairs today so they can talk upstairs. Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, so, yeah, hop on. Uh, looks so, so we're recording and everything started. Yeah, right? no, everything's doing right. this is like live. All right. So, uh, last seven days, um, prep's been interesting. Um, and I don't really feel like getting into too many details of it, but at the end of the day, my body was kind of beat down. Uh, I was probably doing too much. Uh, talked to some friends, Jeff Black gave some good info too. We just kind of pull back a bit, feed me just a bit more, 
um, rest a little more like a lot of people. Um, usually, usually, you know, actually I'm pretty good at kind of watching myself, but, uh, got a lot going on. And I think, um, I just wanted to push, push, push. And it's the same thing a lot of us do. So you just kind of need that voice of reason. So things are feeling a little better training was better today, but Hey man, sometimes you push too hard. I'd rather do that than not the other way. So, uh, everything's feeling better. Um, business is good. I've had some good signups, um, some functional clients did raise my rates. Um, so yeah, uh, I can't complain. It's just been a busy day and I, it's going to be a busy night. Aiden's got soccer till at seven 30. Max has golf at four 30. Uh, so anyways, uh, back to the original scheduled program here. Yeah, dude, you know, that was like, uh, it was good for you to have that conversation though with your friends and everybody else, because that was the one thing I noticed when I was doing that step protocol, like it sneaks up on you, how quickly, how quickly you get depleted out. And, um, you know, me and you've chatted a lot about it, but anyway, I'm glad you're, you're back onto the uh, path that you needed to go to, you know, that happens sometimes for prep, your life's different. You got all these businesses growing and popping than the last time you did. And that was a big thing for me with this prep. You know, it was completely different life for me. I had to move all my steps to after meals to make it work for me, this prep. So it's good, man. You know, you're always learning every prep like you and I learning every prep, man. And I overcame some hurdles. So when I stand up there, I'll be able to smile no matter what I bring and um, know that I, I finished the drill. So. Yep. That's exactly like I say. Um, my last seven days have been good. Hung out with Chelsea and Keith this past weekend. Got all the last stuff for my house uh, bought and just waiting for it to be delivered. Um, so I'm going to throw a big, massive fucking party complete with cocaine, ecstasy, mushrooms, <laughs> and about enough pot to make Snoop Dogg jealous that we're going to smoke up. But uh, so look for that invitation coming soon. Instagram, if you can make it, I'll I'll leave the doors open. So who knows how wild it gets. Um but otherwise, business be good. I just signed up two people this morning, got a PCOS case. So that's always cool when you get some of the different ones going up on our rates too, for relentless kind of mitigating a lot of stuff and making it happen. And, uh, you know, I mean, I could spend my time bitching and complaining about things, but, oh, we raised like $8,000 for 30 for kids, by the way. That's good. Uh, yep. That was cool. Be a part of that. Thera's transferring all that over. So that's pretty neat. Um, and then let me get into a few announcements, guys. So as you all know, we got Amino Pure. They sponsor us. So it's amino-pure.com. Matt, since I got you on the show, give me your one-minute elevator pitch about TRM. No pressure. Go. This is your chance to celebrate. No pressure, eh? (laughs) We help personal trainers, guys, grow their business from an aspect of systemization, charging their worth, generate leads, and so forth in their business by way of giving more freedom, financial growth in their business but also from aspect of having balance as well as success as they grow in their business from whether they're making three to five K a month in their business and getting them making 10, 20, 30 K a month and more without sacrificing family time and freedom with the growth of it as the intern of that process. So Taryn, thank you. This is our program. We have on TRM 10 K is a probably point we have right now with TRM 10 K is our process right now. Actually, Jason, right now you actually have two more of your members right now in our program. Yeah. It's Aria. And I believe, um, Alex is it's Ari and Alex this time Alex, exactly yeah. for the second group yeah. and also Jeff you got some more members coming out obviously right now Keela I think is really looking at doing it again as well too which is awesome from your relentless team as well which is awesome and we're just growing guys so TRM obviously is a process you know it's really designed for trainers to grow their business from the inside out and aspects of just adding all the points in that they can grow successfully over three six twelve months and beyond yeah I mean both of my people once saw 10k um and to do that, it had to be about 12 or so. And one of my people saw 20. 
And to do that, that was, um, which it was, it was a 20 K gross. Um, so that was a huge, they were both huge jumps. They both went through the program. So now I've got two more coaches who are ready going through it. So, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for a program like that, I, I would endorse it for sure. Yeah, and if you can get me to consistent 70 K months, I'll sign up. Right now, we have a guy right now in there. His name is Patrick McGinnis, making 70K a month right now. Yes, sir. He is. He's fucking stuck, too. A month. Yeah. So he's in yeah. the tier mastermind elite. Jeff knows because Jeff's part of a program right now, tier uh, mastermind elite right now. It's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. So we got one already in there, Jeffrey, buddy. Yep. Uh, and Jeff's coming next, by the way. Jeff's coming next because Jeff's a beast. So yeah, I'm I'm slowly clicking my way up. I just keep quiet about it. I'm 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 like gonna chase Sue one day and just rip his pants down when he last suspects it. All right, this <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, all right, Ankley there. Um, so Matt, it's www.matthew with one t park.com backslash TEC. And Matt will be giving out 30 minute free consultations to the coaches who are listening to this podcast, whether you're interested in it. Uh, being a coach full-time or part-time, Matt's the guy to talk to because he'll at least teach you how to value your time. Um, and then, fuck, PEC5, January 28th, 29th, Dallas. I'm talking to TRM's very own Greg McCoy about us being able to use Hidden Gym. We're going to find a hotel near there. It's going to be a beautiful experience. It's going to be a two-day event. We're going to have business on Friday. TRM's very own Jaylee, Jamie Filer is going to be presenting the first form presentation, which a lot of people loved. <clears throat> all on systemization of clients. I'm doing leadership. Jeffrey Sue is doing social media and J.R. Simon is doing strength finders on Friday. And then Saturday, taking my spot is Brandon Cruz presenting on a huge topic, which he's about to announce. And then the other panel member that's taking Sue's spot is John Jewett, Dallas's very own John Jewett. So he'll be presenting as well. We'll have all new topics from Jason, Vince, Austin, Lauren, the crew. Tickets will be going on sale soon. Be sure to check out the excellencecartel.com and our social media that we'll all be putting stuff and tagging the shit out of each other in. All right. With that being said, Ashley, it's time to put you on the hot seat. I guess what are we going to call this, Sue? Like the TEC hot seat edition? I, no, I don't call know. it who wants to be a fucking millionaire? Who wants to be a fucking millionaire? You're not a millionaire. Not no, yet. I'm not, but maybe Ashley can be. Yeah, well, maybe so. I was about to say you're blowing all your money on a fucking Porsche Turbo, <laughs> like whatever else. You're like, you're like, I I'll tried. go back to see her. I don't. Give I've tried. Shit. I'm gonna remodel my basement too. But anyway, Ashley, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Diversion. Yeah, Ashley. So give us a little bit about you, your coaching background, and currently where you're at. And we identified three areas that we're going to talk about today: the system part, the back end part, and your offer. We'll be giving insights into this as long as we go. So go ahead and take it away, Ashley. The show's yours. Yeah. So a little bit about myself, you know, um, I kind of got into, you know, my fitness journey when I was, you know, 16 years old, I was at one time over 250 pounds, you know, got out of a really bad relationship, kind of didn't know where to go, what to do from there. But obviously like being that impressionable as a child, you know, you see people smiling with salads on the cover of tabloids. You're like, Oh, well, skinny people are happy. So, you know, you know, try to lose weight. You know, at that time, it was pretty popular to do that, like bullshit, maple syrup, cayenne pepper diet. So I tried that, tried the cabbage soup, like tried all these fad diets. And what I found what worked was a caloric deficit, but not really understanding that it was a caloric deficit. So, you know, that's successful for the, for the most part, you know, dropped about 50 pounds in six months, which is insane. Um, And then found myself like thinking that more 
of a caloric deficit was going to be better. And so then you kind of spiral into eating disorders and stuff of that nature. And essentially going through all of that, I was like, well, obviously I fucked this up. Like somewhere I just did not understand what I was doing, but maybe there's a way that I can understand what to do. That way there are other people that won't have to go through what I went through. And so then I decided to go to school um, in exercise physiology and also minor in nutrition. And so I you know, graduated in three years at the top of my class at Ohio University um, with that bachelor's of science in exercise physiology. So and Ohio, not Ohio State, right? Ohio University, right? Okay, not I'm just, Ohio State. I'm Unfortunately, just I sure. would love to. Trust me. I really? Really? Oh, yeah. I love OSU. Ooh, Hell yeah. Hell ooh, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Well, good luck with Bama because nobody's beaten in this year. But anyway, go ahead. I'm not saying they're perfect, but no. Um, so graduated from OU um, in 2017 and went on to be a personal trainer and an online coach, um, kind of owned my own business for a bit, got picked up from a coaching company, you know, worked with them for about a year and a half, two years. And then once I left, kind of restarted up my own business. And although mildly successful, like obviously there's much more room for improvement. I'm very knowledgeable in the coaching end. Um, my, uh, mentor is Austin Stout, love working with him. He's so incredibly knowledgeable, but you know, like you guys were talking before the podcast, like you need to be good at both coaching and the business side. And although I love coaching, you know, it's what I want to do full time. I definitely need to be better at the business aspect, which is completely foreign to me. Absolutely. Well, okay. So with that being said, where are we starting at? Because as we do the show, we want to know where people are starting at and the progression they have so we can know if we're truly making a difference and impact with the advice and the help that we, we give. So where are we at as far as client load and where are we at as far as price point? Maybe go over your offer. Would you guys like to start on the offer first? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go there. So as far as like the offer, like, again, like I am so new to this. So when it comes to the offer, like, what does the offer mean to you guys? Like, what am I offering as my services? Correct. I'll let Matthew take this ship for a minute. You bet. So right now, what do you charge per hour? So I don't do it by hour per se. I just do it monthly. So it depends on how long they commit in terms of just longevity with working with me. So the cheapest could be 250 a month. The most expensive could be 325. What's actually in your package with us as a client right now, what's actually in your package right now, as far as your monthly package you have as a customized training program, what else do you have in that? Package? Sure. So of course it's going to be customized training program, customized um, macronutrients, um, either a full meal plan or a partial meal plan, you know, a supplement um, guide with that. It's going to be weekly check-ins. Um, you know, there's a, a, a way that I have um, my check-in process set up to where it's like a detailed questionnaire, detailed bio- biofeedback stuff of that nature. You know, I ask for training videos um, every time they train so I can ensure that their intensity is there to make sure that, you know, the nutrition plan that I have them on meets that expectation of training requirements. Um, But that's pretty much what I offer. Um, You know, they have access to me when needed, but obviously there are specific guidelines to make sure that they're not texting me something at two in the morning that's just completely irrelevant that I don't need to answer right now. Okay, wonderful. What is the value of your offer right now? What does that mean to you? Because so I haven't like, what does all that means, for yeah. example, your, you know, your check-ins, your, you know, your email support, your, you know, your, your macro plan, your training plan, all these items, they basically kind of categorize, like say, for example, six different things in your offer. Let's say that, you know, training plan offers 275 value, right. To make a program by itself. Check-ins could be a 125 per month value. Email support could be uh, $200 per month value. Right. So basically kind of breaking all those items down to get like a total value. 
what do you think yours right now would be around Ashley ballpark? That's a good question. I've actually never thought of it like that before because that's just not how my mind works. I'm just thinking like, well, I see that from previous coaches I've worked with, they charge this much based off their experience. And so that's how more I've made my prices was based off how much money I personally invested, both time and finances. And that's how I've kind of come up with these numbers. Wonderful. So if you swap it now, as opposed to, you know, selling a price, you're going to sell value first, then basically present the low investment as a second tier. Now in your sales conversations, it'll actually seem like a low investment as opposed to just selling monthly online coaching for 250 a month, right? So you basically, you're going to break it down. Like if your offer is six different items in that offer, like you break everything down over 30 seconds for them, or even a minute, no longer than a minute. And then your value of that package could be a thousand dollars a month for the actual value, just kind of, you know, ballpark figure. Well, investment could be, you know, 297 a month for the actual low investment per month for a six month term, right? And that could basically be your offer that you present to a client to decrease objections and improve conversions and also improve client, uh, you know, sales. Mm. Wow. Simple as that. I like it. <laughs> I want to add here, Matt, real quick that, you know, Ashley, what you listed out as what you offer is the same thing as like a million other coaches on Instagram offer. It, it doesn't set you apart at all. No offense. And I think the way you think right now is that you're not thinking about yourself as a unique individual. You're comparing your pricing to other people. You're benchmarking off of other people. You're doing what other people are doing and you're not doing something unique that will attract people to you uniquely. So that's what your competitive advantage is. It's who you are. It's what you bring the value you uniquely bring to the table versus me versus Jason versus Jeff Black. So why should people coach with you? All the customization, check-in, detail check-ins. I got a detail check-in too. So why should people train with you? I think my experience, my background is really diverse. I don't think many people have, I mean, of course there are some people that have like the, the overweight to fit story, but I myself have been through almost every single thing that you can think of when it comes to a weight loss journey. And so I can definitely be much more empathetic to someone who's always been relatively fit their whole life. You offer a package then that allows that empathy. So in other words, you charge more and they can text pretty much day and night. Because if that's a strong suit of yours, then you want to charge more for that to have a package where that's being offered. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's a great answer. It's just, are you framing now your offerings that way to to get to your strong suit? I, I guess now would be the right time, Matt, to discuss the client avatar that Ashley might have on this because we're going down the road here. Yeah, now I understand my social media marketing too, so (laughs) I totally get it sometimes since I sound like an asshole there. But um, that's one thing that you want to identify as your target avatar. So that's something that Matt and my team and I have been working on is who do we you know speak to? And it's with us, it's women who have failed a diet or exercise program multiple times and the results are going backwards. So therefore it's identifying it's gut health, hormone health, things like that, right? So what would be your client avatar? If you have one client right now that you just want like 10,000 more of, who would it be? What are her pain points and what are her pleasures that she wants? And I'll let Matt roll from here. Yeah. So for me, as of right now, I'd like to tackle on more advanced lifestyle clients that are dealing with more like 
um, gut dysbiosis, PCOS, like more complicated health measures. I'd like to learn more about those and help those people. And then eventually graduate to more competitive lifestyles and work with competitors that kind of think and act like I do that are kind of the do or die all or nothing. Like I want this for myself type of mindset. Like those people I really thrive being around and I'd love to have the chance to work with those people. I say just go for those people right out of the gate and charge charge the money like Sue does to get it because that's what Sue identified and worked his way up, correct, Sue? Like you identified a specific avatar and they went to $1,000 a month, correct? Not when I first started, no. No, not when you first started, but that's yeah. a very specific niche that she's talking about. So Matt, yeah. what do you think? That's like a, that's a hell of a, a carve out. Well, the thing is though, is you got three clients right now, Ashley, correct? Right. So to go from 250 to like 500 is a big, going to be a big jump because obviously you're not used to like that big jump yet. So I would suggest we're going to build some confidence for you, you know, get your offer clear first, get that, you know, get 10 more sales of that offer to build some confidence, get some revenue built. And as Jeff mentioned, who is that first client that obviously number one client right now that you have on your roster, what's their first name? Is their name, uh, you know, is their name Matthew or Jeffrey or Jason, or is it a female, you know, named Sue? Um, sorry, Jeffrey Sue. Um, but, uh, you know, is it, is it, is it a female named Sue? And from there, you, as Jeff mentioned, you break that individual down, Ashley, into like, why did they come to you in the first place? So why did Sue come to you? Sue come to you because she was struggling with, you know, uh, menopause, um, hormonal issues, energy issues. Like I'm no expert in hormones. You guys are the experts. I'm not in hormones. So you guys are, and then kind of break those down. And once you've dissected that, then you can look back at your offer, like Jeffrey Sue just mentioned, which was a brilliant idea and going into like, how can you now further tweak your copy in your offer to make it more customized, to speak to your number one avatar. Right. And that's sort of like in phases. So like right now with three clients, your, your number one, your first step to go from like three clients to 20 clients is just get your offer laid out first, right. Get, get 10 more sales, right. Get, you know, get yourself a little more client base. And then as you get yourself over like five, yeah, five K a month business, then sort of crystallizing it more clear on that avatar, as Jeff mentioned about, it kind of goes in phases as you're building. If we kind of give you eight things to work on, you're probably going to get overwhelmed and be like, oh my gosh, where do I start? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think um, in terms of differentiation, in terms of your services, it's really not about what you offer, but it's how you offer it. So for example, like someone could call Jason Theobald, a macros coach, but he has a really unique service feed for function that a lot of coaches don't have, which he delivers his macros through. Jeff Black and I, we do macros too, but we don't have feed for function. Now myself, I have a lot of high-end clients who demand a lot of attention. They're very busy people. They're executives, they're doctors, lawyers, whatever. And they prefer text communication. So I charge for that. If you want to text me, you want to call me, have a, have a FaceTime with me, you got to pay a thousand dollars a month. But I also have a really basic plan too that is just one email check in a week. That's still $300 a month to this day. So I'm delivering empathy. I'm delivering support, right? I I offer 24-7 support. I'm a really caring person, blah, 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 all this stuff that everyone else says. But it's how I deliver it and then therefore how I charge for it that makes a difference. I have a question for you, Jeffrey, if I could ask you, but when did you actually put that $1,000 a month package into place for your business? This year. Okay, so and you've been coaching for how many years? uh almost 10 years now there's an example for you yeah perfect okay cool yeah yeah i remember when i first made the jump from three to five i was scared then i went from five to six and then i remember the podcast where i told jeff and jason i'm gonna go to a thousand and then they made fun of me and i was like you guys just watch and no, then- no, we didn't make fun of you yeah you did you made no, fun of we me. did not i will clearly go back and re-listen that podcast if i can find the fucking episode and remember what my dead brain cells 
But I don't think it was necessarily we were making fun of you. I think it was the sticker shocker. Like you walk on a car lot, you look at the sexy car and you go, oh, holy shit, this really is like what it is. That's yeah. where I think you got Jason and I, because I think it was, at least for me, I was sticker shock over it. But my point, Ashley, is that you got to build that confidence. Even I had to, you know, and I was like, fuck, like, are people actually going to sign up with me at a thousand dollars a month? And the, the, another voice in my head was like, yeah, yeah, they will. Just do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And I did it. And then I'm like, oh, okay, good. I'm good. So you're going to experience that and it's totally okay. But like, I think Jeff and Jason both say, you got to bet on yourself. Definitely. You know, you got to take that leap. Jason, you got anything you want to chime in? I, not at the moment. Cool. I, I think we ended it that well. All right. Now, so before we get into the back end, Sue, would you like to talk about social media and maybe go on our social media real quick and kind of get some points or ideas or anything that she could suggest for her to start working on for her avatar and get going on? Uh, I mean, I saw some of her posts. They're, they're all, you know, very informative, you know, posts. That I, I think you probably use Canva to make those posts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a common tool. I mean, I use it. I think Jason and Jeff yeah. both use it. Um, I think what you want to do, though, is share more of your, your own story, your client stories, instead of just sharing facts. Because people like stories because they contain emotion. All right. Anybody can, you know, read a book and then, you know, regurgitate that information as a post about PCOS or whatever. But if you can tell a story somehow, maybe a client that you have now, um, and maybe even get on video and do it on a story uh, on Instagram, that will be far more effective and touching than just reading a a post. I agree with that. I thought about doing a writing class for coaches on that to help them convey emotion better through writing. So Matt, what say you, my friend? I would say I'm pulling up your IG right now here, Ashley, and I was just trying to pull it up here. But um, my number one thing is I would suggest that on there right now, do you have a call to action where someone actually wants to work with you? They actually can work with you or inquire more of work with you. I did used to have that on my posts, but because they've been so informative as of lately, I'm trying to have all the characters like kind of based into the information and not have that call to action. I did have that, but as of lately, I did take that away. So in your Instagram, in your, in your bio, I would definitely put a link back up or like a jot form or like a type form, like a free service you actually can have where they can inquire to work with you for a 30 minute free fitness consult online, where you basically would, would capture name, email, phone number, and like, what's your fitness goal? Very, very basic, where they can submit to work with you. And then as you, as you basically post your, your content in your social media, like your content pillar content that speaks to it, you know, their pain points and solves, you know, key problems. And they want to like inquire and work with you. They'll you know, you're directing those posts to go to your bio to sign up for a free consult with you. That's a good one. I think that that's a huge one. You know, you see a lot of uh, trainers talk shit like you shouldn't have to advertise. But if you're a brand new trainer or you're trying to grow your brand, you should always be advertising is my thing. Let people know what you're offering them, which is free consult and so forth. Now, you don't have to like ram it down their throat. There's polite ways to do it. But I think that Matt's right. A call to action is a huge game changer. I know Sue's ready to comment. What about offering like a, like a trial thing? Have you ever thought about doing like a, like an eight week challenge or maybe like a one-time meal plan, a one-time workout program with you, or maybe even like a consult call 30 minutes. So like feed into coaching. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't considered that before, but that definitely is a good idea. It's a lower entry offer Mm -hmm. to them to be like, Oh, she brings value. I, I can see her being a good coach. It's kind of like a way to sell yourself. It's not a bad like, idea. Ashley, I'll tell you a way that I do it. And I don't know if you follow me on, on, on Instagram, 
But a lot of times, like, I'll do, like, free Q&As on my Instagram. That leads to conversation. People start asking me questions. And I don't mind spending hours and hours answering questions for free because it builds a relationship. Then let's say I offer one of my classes. Some of these people that I've been talking to, they take a class because it's a low entry. It's, like, only 125 bucks, 200 bucks. Then they love the class. They become a client or they sign up at 1000 bucks a month. They, they become a mentorship. So, so don't be afraid of giving out free time and making sure you're, you're showing your value and then you can pull them in that way. Right. I do the, I do have a weekly um, free Q and A and I also have my own podcast that I do to kind of like another avenue to, for people to hear my name. Awesome. Good. All right. Well, you think we've covered that pretty well. well go ahead, Matt. If I could Jeff on this actually, cause Jason and Jeff have put some really good points in there, um, which was a brilliant idea guys. Um, Ashley, if you look at your, like if, say for example, you do like a free program or whatever that, you know, what Jason and Jeffrey had mentioned, say it's something free to give away. If you look at your avatar, say for example, it's, you know, it is, you know, Sue is your avatar and obviously he has these, these you know, one, three or four key pain points, make an actual free downloadable, maybe it's PDF or a program tailored at solving those three key pain points. So obviously it's speaking to your avatar more on that free giveaway, you know, whether it's going to be a trial or a program, whatever. It's, so it's more like, as opposed to making something that sounds good. It's more making it tailored to solve her problem. And that's obviously going to help you be more tailored in your approach in delivering value. All right. All right. Let's move on to the back end part number two, Matt, this is kind of like your specialty, the back end kind of business. I'm going to let you begin talking about this and ask your questions and then we'll just chime in from this point. Perfect. So I guess you've been a coach for four years, right? Four to five years, Ashley. Right. Wonderful. And like a client comes on board your process right now, they stay with you for about, you said mentioned about four months, three, four months, usually typically. As of right now, I have, most of the clients are going to be signed off with me for a year. So normally they're, they work with me for about a year. Well, beautiful. That's amazing. Cool. So like, what's your like system? Like, obviously that, that's a really, really big topic when it comes to check-ins and all that kind of jazz. But I guess my curiosity right now is how do you keep your clients like nurtured so they can like, you know, Jason mentioned about, Jason mentioned about, mentioned about referring, you know, having a referral process. And there was, maybe it was Jeff or it was Jason. One, one of the boys mentioned that um, referral process, obviously for lead generation, but also like how you're managing or where your client base actually is stored. Maybe it's Jason's app for function where you're storing all your clients obviously in there as well too. But the whole thing is like, number one is asking the question, how is my client nurturing experience? So when a client comes with you, you know, are they getting nurturing from you on like, you know, as a check-in process, super clean through Jason's app, you know, um, maybe it's check-ins are Mondays through, you know, using Jason's app, you know, how are, where, where's all the client database least stored? If, is it Jason's app and all the agreements are stored in a G folder somewhere? Like those kind of basic things as well. Um, is your check-in process clean where it's like a one day for a two hour period where you can kind of get through everything in a short period of time and keep it super systemized as well. So systems is a, it's a pretty big topic, but I kind of want to just ask the basic question right now is like, how do you keep clients with you for a long period of time? Like, how do you manage your clients right now in the current process you currently have? Sure. So as far as like the client nurturing goes, like I ask them um, fairly periodically, you know, either like usually once a month or maybe twice a month, like, you know, like, how am I doing as your coach? Like, what else do you need from me? Like, how else can I like service you or something of that nature? And, you know, whatever the response is, obviously either, you know, give that to them if it's a fairly, you know, easy accommodation or work with them to make sure that they feel like their voices are heard. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's really important just to make sure that my client understands that like, no matter what's going on in their life, like, yes, I'm not a therapist. So I can't necessarily help you with like every single problem, but I want you to know that your voice is heard. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really important as far as the client nurturing goes. 
Wonderful. So just to define client, client nurture basically means like how you keep yourself front of front of mind throughout the client experience. So whether, you know, like whether you're having weekly emails, you mentioned the podcast, you mentioned the podcast as well, Ashley, uh, it could be, you know, sending out referral emails for more referrals for your business. And it's building this system on the back end, which, you know, it could, be, it could be a Facebook group that you also have as well. It could be the Jason's Fear Function app, or there could be things happening in there as well too. Um, but there's all, it's broken down into client management, client nurture, and client experience. So if you can kind of have those three in your back end, where you can leverage your time and be more efficient. So if, so if you go from three clients to 50 clients, like Jeffrey, uh, Jeff, I think Jason, you have, you have a couple hundred clients, but it's like, how do you take care of all those clients without sacrificing, taking your phone to the shower, you know, or to the bathroom every single day, because you're just so busy with people all the time. Right. Right. I definitely right now use like Google drive just to kind of like keep all of my things together. Um, but I am working with my mentor, Austin, um, the next phone call we have, we are going to talk about more how to systemize that just so that way, you know, planning ahead for when I do have, you know, 10 clients, how I can make sure that things are still seamless that way, you know, I'm happy clients are happy and the, you know, business is running as it should. So one thing that I work with on coaches that I mentor in the business side of things, because Austin, Jeff, and Jason have great mentoring as far as like the classes they do and all that. So I stick in the business world. It's something known as theme days where like Monday's got a theme, Tuesday's got a theme, Wednesday's got a theme. So like for me, Monday's like my business check-in pulse leadership day. I go through my businesses with the people who are at top, make sure everything's going, handle meetings. Tuesday's my podcast continuing education. I also reach out to five contacts for guests to come on the podcast. Wednesday is my content creation day. Thursday is my client check-in day. Friday's client check-in day and team meeting day and stuff with TRM and things like that that I have. So every day has a theme. So that way I'm always on point and I know what I'm doing each day. Um, and I also have the same themes for social media as well. Certain themes along the day. So that's something that you can do to help you manage your time because once you start scaling in clients, it gets very difficult to hold tight on. Um, I do have a question for you. How do you um, track your leads and do you have a referral program? So as far as tracking leads, I don't have a system for that. And for referrals, like I tell my clients, like usually, you know, once a month, just a general reminder, like, Hey, like I offer, like, I'll give them like a certain percentage off. Like I essentially give them money off like their time with me if they refer someone and that person signs up. So I do try to, you know, reward that loyalty because I do appreciate, you know, their trust in me, but the fact that if you refer me to family and friends, like, obviously that means you trust me enough to recommend me to people you care about, which means a lot. Mm -hmm. Very true. Uh, Sue, Jason, you guys got anything you want to chime in on the back end or Matt, anything you didn't wrap up on that? I mean, you know, the back end is one of those things where I agree, like you, you, you need a process, um, and you should stick with it. I mean, Jeff gave you his mine's a little different. I work pretty much every day on client things. I've tried the one or two days, uh, check-ins. It didn't work for me because I was tied to the computer till midnight. Um, but you know, have a process. Um, I do use feed for function. Um, it allows everything to be at a click and I can do check-ins very fast and efficiently. Um, you obviously, if you're good with Google drive and you love it, keep using it, just make sure you've got a process. And then as your clients grow, one of the biggest things that you need to do that I guess I can add here is stick to your process. So clients will try to change it. Like they'll, they'll get a few that want to start texting you because somehow they got their, your text message from the guy at the gym 
and I have to be like, nah, I don't, this is not how I check in. I, I have a process. I, you know, I need you to respect it. And you know, someone will start checking in on different days because I assign days and I'm like, listen, I, I need this to stay so I can handle everyone efficiently. So as you grow and you stick with it and get to where you need to be um, and you have a, a, all these clients, don't let them push your process back. So I'll, very, I'll very true. hundred percent. I'll put Jason's statement here and just ask you a question about, um, you know, do you, do you currently use like apps to manage? Like, do you use like Trainerize and MyFitnessPal and Loom and all that? You no, I just, everything is on Google Drive. Good. That's smart. One of my mentorship coaches, actually, we were talking about this and she was like, you know, her, she had another mentorship that, you know, told her to use all these apps. And she expressed to me that I'm on like six different apps a day. I've got training on one, nutrition on another. I've got oh, my check-ins wow. on another. And she no can't way. fucking tie all this shit together. It's driving her nuts. And she's no spending way. money on these apps. And I was just like, listen, you got to find one system that works. And that's one thing that Jason has, Feed for Function, that works for him because everything's all centralized for him. And then another thing about centralization is – like Jason said, you can't have some check-ins coming on your phone, others coming on email, or you thinking it's convenient to, you know, work on a check-in while you're on the grocery line. You're, you'll forget about what you said and you won't log it. So you have to have everything in one place at one time. Um, and then, you know, that's how you allow yourself to scale because, you know, the best coaches in the business not only are accurate, but, you know, you can go through a lot of volume too with that accuracy. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually... Um... I like all my clients to email me. I just think it's easier because if I want to send links for educational points, et cetera, I actually lost the client a few months ago because he kept trying to message me on Instagram. And during the PC Nashville weekend of all weekends, he decided to send me a check-in on Instagram while my stories are just getting tagged the shit out of and I'm And I missed it. And then like two weeks, three weeks later, I'm like, oh shit, I haven't heard from so-and-so. And I reached out and told him and never heard back, which was his way of being like, well, I'm pissed off you didn't reply. But it's like, but you didn't do what I told you to do to be successful, which is I manage my clients through email. So whatever you do, I agree with what these guys are saying. That's one thing that Jason taught me when I moved into the online space of coaching, because <clears throat> I only got into that, what, two, three years ago, guys, I've been in in-person training for the most part. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, how do I do this? Jason's like, you got to get a system. And then Google Drive, um, and then he moved over fee for function. But the point being is, that centralization to any coach who's listening is huge. Find one system, get with Jason. Maybe he could show you how to use feed for function sometime, or he could do a, a video on social media and IGTV, Jason, where you could show like how you do feed for function and the Sue could do one show in the drive. I use the drive. There's lots of good apps, but the point being is one thing that you can rule with is the best advice. The other thing is, that carries over to payments too. So I don't uh -huh. know how you're tracking your payments, but you know, you got to have everything in one place. You can't have people paying you in all different ways and, and people negotiating with you and saying, oh, you know, I don't get paid until Friday, but, you know, can I just give you $20 this week and I'll pay you the rest like next week? And then you're marking down dates as to what people owe you when. And like, I'll be honest, I have three clients right now who I'm in that situation with, but they have extreme circumstances and I'm being nice. But if you do that with more and more and more people, you won't have any idea where your money's going, what's going in versus out. And it's going to drive you nuts. Right. right. Right now I used um, PayPal invoice and everything's just in PayPal. So just trying try to keep it simple, stupid there. Yeah. PayPal is not a bad system at all. No, not at all. I'd also have for you too, Ashley, uh, a central database spreadsheet 
where basically you can basically have all your current clients in a, in a database, like spreadsheet, like an Excel spreadsheet. And from there, you actually can track all your, also have one, like a tab for leads, a tab for old clients, a tab for new prospects, even Instagram DMs, that kind of thing. Basically what you can do is you can track all your follow-up and basically activation through that process, right? Because you're going to get three clients. So obviously as you build, you might transfer that over to a CRM eventually down the road. But for now, a spreadsheet as, as Jason and Jeffrey just mentioned, and even Jeff, uh, Jeff mentioned about spreadsheets, with TRM guys, we always have databases. Our first step is like build your database out all your current clients, old clients, old prospects, everything. And usually just doing that one technique alone has them, their numbers go from a 2K a month to 6K a month, literally like a month, right? Because now we're activating all that base of clientele and tracking the follow-up and prospects in that process that you're basically they're putting into that spreadsheet system. I'm going to tell you this, Matt was, that was one of the first thing Matt did with me. He's like, you were training people for over 16 years. You don't have a database. I'm like, no, man, because I just I, I was going through my phone, right? So I started taking my phone, moving it into a database. You have random conversations, people. I can't tell you. I probably pulled back maybe four or five people this year who were just like, you know, I've been thinking about getting back into it. I feel like this is a sign. Let's go ahead and sign up. And they went from like a hundred dollars a month to like five hundred a month for my in person. So you just never know what's out there. So Matt's hundred percent right on that. Um, I think that covers that pretty well. What about systems? Oh my God, this is like a rabbit hole, Matt. I think this is probably your alley specifically. So I'm gonna let you start asking the questions to kind of kick off because your systems like with Pipeline Pro and different things like that, correct? Is that what you're wanting to talk about with systems? It is, and I'm actually gonna, uh, it is Jeff. And actually it's funny that Jason mentioned about and Jeffrey mentioned about pick one system. We have TRM Pipeline Pro and to us, that's what we use basically with lead generation and capturing leads and like having a, a backend for automation for our system, Ashley. But if you're using, obviously, if you have a lot of clients like what you have, I'd go with either G Drive or Google or if you're functional like Jason has, because obviously as you're growing, you want to pick one and stick with it, like the, the boys mentioned, right? But, you know, Jeff has a great point. We had coaches come into our TRM program and they got like four or five different apps and it's a complete gong show. But if you can get down to one, maximum two, like one should be the gold nugget for you, you're, you're going to be golden. But systems, Jeff, it's funny because, man, that could be a whole hour to our conversation, Jeff, because mm -hmm. um, you got so many factors of systems, right? I think the basic where you start is, you know, you got your database, get that going, pick your place where you want to manage all your clientele and have all your database uh, programming, uh, all your documentation basically stored basically in one place, like have that centralized in that system. How is your check-in process basically right now? Because we're going to get three clients, right? Until you get 20 or 30 clients, the backend, it's important, but it's more important when you kind of get a little more volume in your business first, right? So right now your key should be getting that database built and then build that as you kind of grow your business from there. Yeah. Matt, that's a really good point. And I, Ashley, I want you to understand the underlying point that Matt, maybe he was trying to make this or maybe it was suggested, but as your business changes and as you grow as a coach, your needs and focal points will shift, okay? So right now, systems may not be as important because your volume is lower, but as your volume gets higher, that gets more important. Maybe like lead generation is more important right now for you. So just realize that you, you gotta always be shifting, like, you know, like whack-a-mole, things pop up as you as you grow. That's yeah. all. Sure. Matt, why don't you go ahead and take us down the pipeline uh, pro hole and why you want to do it. Cause I think that that's an interesting software. Jamie presented on it first form. Um, and I think that, you know, it has its merits as far as the client acquisition, client nurturing, client management and the ecosystem that it truly does provide. Um, and how you could sync it, you know, pretty well with the drive or with Jason's fee for function or other apps as well. Correct. 
Well, to your own pipeline pro, I guess, you know, Ashley, when you're, when you're at that point where you're at 20, 30 or 40 clients, obviously it could be an avenue maybe you want to explore, but right now it's, it's not really important at the moment, but basically when you get there, what it does, it's meant to do, like it's meant to really track current clients leads. It's meant to build your email campaigns, your texting campaigns, your sales and marketing campaigns, track all your sales that you're having, whether you close them or you didn't close them, you know, and like track everything basically in a dashboard, right? So obviously most trainers track, you know, macros, <laughs> protein, carbs, and fats, but are actually tracking their actual sales conversions, whether you close them or you didn't close somebody. And we lose probably 70% of our sales when we aren't tracking an actual prospect at all, right? So if you aren't tracking a follow-up properly, or a lead comes in through Instagram, you know, and it's actually going, you know, for example, the reason we have a form on your bio link is because they're going to go into like your job form and be stored somewhere, right? And this way that might go, that might, that might, that job form might go in directly into Pipeline Pro, to your Pipeline Pro, where that can be stored now and tagged as a prospect where it gets seven or eight different follow-ups in the next 14 days to help them go on either a consult call or become one of your next clients, right? It might get your seven day free trial or whatever you're going to offer them. Pipeline Pro basically is like the gamut of like your, your marketing and sales system that manages all your current clients, all your sales leads, all your prospects as you grow from three to 50 and more clients over the years to come. And it just makes life way easier as you're building your business and as you're scaling a team, that's where you kind of manage that, you know, manage that inflow of marketing and sales from. What questions do you have after hearing that? I mean, honestly, none come to mind just i'm just trying to kind of like digest everything because again like obviously like coaching is much more my forte not the business so a lot of this is a, like new information that i've never even crossed before so it's kind of like a lot to digest yeah it is i can honestly say when i did trm 10k and i don't know if jason's coaches has talked to them him about this but i use pipeline pro for iron house and i'm probably going to put it into relentless because i just wanted to see how it worked on a big system and i can tell you that it is probably once you get a flow going, the way you can track it and you can see where things are, it's pretty huge. Um, you have an advantage with only being three clients in. It's probably a little bit harder to set up when you get to like Sue, Jason's, my numbers, where you have like 100 plus clients on the roster. It's like, oh God, I got to go back, set in. But if you go to a team level, it is super good to have it when you have a team because of what you can like retargeting and so forth. Like it, you can send voicemails uh, voice messages with it. What you can also do video responses, Matt, like there's a whole bunch of craziness you could do with it. Correct. True. Exactly. So TRM pipeline pro.com, basically it's like, it's like your sales and marketing where you can, like, I look at it as your engine, um, your engine of managing your business from an aspect, like Jason's fear function app is amazing because it's, it's taking care of all the client needs from nutrition, from macros, from all that stuff. Right. And that's gold because Jason's is like the perfect, almost like sister, side angle with tier and pipeline pro because tier and pipeline pro is more over here on the marketing and sales side where jason's app is more of like getting all the work done like all that really important tracking and macro where i'm assuming jason's kind of your angle on what you do so oh, yeah. right so it's like that's like the magic sauce what jason has so i i just i just not to be too direct with uh you ashley but i don't want to overwhelm you with too many apps and 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 things to you know throw at you too too you know too soon in the process you're better off right now getting your database built to be totally frank with you um take the the boys wisdom that you guys have gotten so far because these boys have given you thousands of dollars worth of free value right now that literally is worth its weight in gold um i even learned from the boys already you know he listening to the boys right now talking about stuff I'm, I'm learning as well um so with that you know i would just take your database and like use that as your as, as your place to start from to get your referral base built and start to like, you know, message your, you know, get your client base kind of built from there and, and activate that database onward. Right. 
I think actually one question that I don't think we've any of us have, have asked you so far, and this is important, right? We all ask questions like this of our clients. Where do you see yourself in, let's say, five years, 10 years? Like what amount of money are you making? What amount of clients are you are you holding on your roster? Who are you working with? Like what do you visualize as your your business? Like if you could put any tangible feel on it. Yeah, as far as the money goes, I don't know because it's never been about the money for me. But, you know, ideally, I'd like to be working with 70 to 90 people just because I think that's a good amount of number. Um, I would love to have coaches under me and whether it was a mentorship type of program or just like my own coaches that are assistant coaches. Mm -hmm. Um, So it would, I guess, ideally just be overall just more people that we get to impact. Um, But like I said before, as far as a dollar amount, that's never even crossed my mind, to be totally honest with you. Okay. Well, I mean, in business, you do have to think about money. So eventually maybe you got to dig a little deeper there. But my other question, which is even deeper than the first one I asked you, is how will your personal life change by having a business like this? Like, Why do you want to even become an online coach and not continue working for someone else? Like, What is it about your life now that you want to change that drives you to even be on this podcast today to talk about this stuff with us? I think I hold myself to a really, really high standard. And the fact that I used to be, you know, considerably pretty successful with a client roster, with a coaching company, you know, I remember how much fun and how much I loved life because I loved helping all of these different people with their different problems and circumstances. And I'd like to get back to that point again. Um, It's not that there's anything wrong with my life right now, but obviously, you know, three clients versus 70 to 90, that's, you know, much less people. And so like that part makes me, you know, a little sad and frustrated, but the fact that I just like want to genuinely help people to see, you know, the best in themselves and help them to just feel better about their physique and, you know, whether it's working with competitors or not, um, just working with people to just, you know, help them to feel better. That's really like always what that's been about for me. Okay. Got it. One thing I want to say, I have a question for you, this, Rob. How heavy is the imposter syndrome voice in your head? I think it definitely varies depending upon the day. Um, like there are some days where it's like, it's so incredibly loud. You, you kind of like almost get silenced by it. And then there are other days where you're like, no, I got this. So I think it honestly it just kind of depends on the day. Yeah. What, what, and I have a reason I'm going down this road. What is it that, that triggers that imposter syndrome? Is it you're afraid that coaches are going to see it and call you out that the information might be wrong? Are you afraid that it leaves you vulnerable? Or, you know, where where does this imposter syndrome kind of core root at? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. Honestly, this is going to sound really bad. I don't really care what other coaches think of me. Like, good, if, it's a negative thing, if it's a negative thing, that's on them. It's no, wrong. you shouldn't. I agree. Yeah, because um, like I love reposting, you know, other coaches stuff because, you know, we're reposting, we're all essentially saying the same shit. We might just be saying it differently. But like mm-hmm. if you're putting out good content that people can absorb, I think that's important. Yes. Um, the imposters and really it just comes from myself being just so incredibly drawn to the idea of perfectionism, which again, that's a flaw mm-hmm. in my own character. But the fact that like I just want to be perfect or I uphold myself to this like unrealistic expert level of perfectionism that like it's just that within that sometimes comes out and it's like, Hey, you suck today. You know, it just kind of just happens. Yeah. I asked that because I've noticed like with coaches, we, we had a question asked of us at the first form event about like, you know, the, the imposter syndrome about other coaches commenting. 
And I noticed though, a lot of coaches have imposter syndrome because they don't want to feel like they're selling or marketing. Mm -hmm. And that is the one thing that this industry is, whether you like it or not, because you'll see coaches, you should never post that you uh, are take, you know, this and that and all these different things, you know, you should be referral based only less great for like someone like Jason, myself and Sue been doing this forever. We could go wait list. We could give to other teams. But I think that you have a, a good amount of coaches that are just very afraid. They don't want to sound salesy. And there's nothing wrong with selling something that you really believe in. And that was something that I, I was a big thing for me when I got into the health and fitness space. It wasn't that I was selling a product. I was selling the product that was me. And it was a completely different flip for me. And once I started doing that, I mean, it's like Jason texted us the other night, myself and Sue on our thread. You know, guys, like I can't think of a better job to have where I get to help people and make change and earn a good living at it and create impact. And I agree with that. Like at a point like where Sue's at now, he's starting to get to, I kind of hit it this past year. Yeah, it's great. You get the house you want. Yeah, it's great. You can kind of like go do whatever you want when you want. But what's more impactful for me is earning money to create more impact in my community. Like I'm about to buy a fourth blue collar business, a fencing company, you know, which will more people. So like, you know, I would never thought little Jeff sleeping on an air mattress 11 years ago will have close to 50 to 100 people and families I'm responsible for in the next five years. So I always tell people that imposter syndrome is just inner work that you do on yourself. And one of the best thing to do is to develop uh, your leaderships of yourself. Um, I talk about that a lot. I know Sue has, I know Jason has, that's the one thing we can all take away. But I was curious about that because I think as we go on these podcasts, we're going to find that that imposter syndrome is tied a little bit to the sales and marketing aspect of the industry that some people may not like, um, but is a necessary evil in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a way, to, Jeff, there's definitely a way to sell without coming off. As I like agree. Yeah. Easy. And, you know, it's, it's really like, you know, if you're in business, the core of business is to be profitable, right? And to make some sort of a change in the world. You're offering some sort of service or product that people want and therefore will exchange their dollars for that service. But I think if you treat your people well, you can make good money. You know, it's not about the money, as you said, Ashley. It's about treating people well. And the money comes after that. I agree with you 100%. You can see that a lot because you'll see, you know, if someone posts, join my uh, Facebook group or join this or join that, for every few of those, you see, you see another group of people that will come up on the back and say, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. That's not being a good coach and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, how else do you grow your business? I'm like, fucking Amazon still markets all the time. Like, and they're a $40 billion company. So there's a reason that they're doing it is you've got to get that message out there. I mean, I had someone sign up for me that was following me for three years. I've had that. I'd be before they finally like was like, oh, I just feel like now's the time. And I'm like, three years? Like, <laughs> shit, all right, you know, like, let's do it. And it's been awesome. But it, it just lets you know, like they're like Sue says, it's getting them used to your patterns and getting them used to how you talk and engage. And then sooner or later, they come through for you if it oh, yeah. resonates in a big yes. way. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, you're kind of a I'm gonna wrap it up with you. You're kind of a you're a trainer building up your brand. You've added some people since you joined us on the podcast and stuff like that. Um, what was one aspect from this conversation today that you did not know that you apply in the future? Well, um, I've been able to actually do quite a few things that you guys have talked about today. Um, now having worked with uh, Dasha as far as um you know, tracking who I'm talking to, the call to actions, um, you know, 
and are basically posting, basically having an idea of what I'm posting, when I'm posting, being more, um, I guess, um, what's the word? Um, intentional. Intentional, yes. Intentional in what I'm posting and when I'm posting it. Um, I think it's, you know, I think the biggest thing um, that I learned today in our talk with Ashley too is really just, um, you know, as far as like whenever uh, Jeff talked about um, or uh, Sue asked about the, uh, you know, what do you visualize yourself doing in like 10 years? Like, how does this, you know, bring, uh, like, what does this bring to you with you gathering success and all that? And I think um, it's not something I've really, I guess, looked at. I've always kind of same thing with Ashley. It's kind of like you, you have this need and a desire and passion for helping out a lot of people. Uh, you want to learn as much as you can. You want to be the best coach for your clients. Um, but you don't know what that's going to look like once you start getting traction, once you're, what, what you're putting in practice becomes tangible business. Once I, you know, uh, um, you know, what does that look like down the road? How does it affect my life now? How will it affect it then? Um, it's something that's, I really never, I guess I haven't thought about yet because I haven't gotten there. Oh, that's an honest answer. I like that. Sue with a thought provoking question for the week. Um, Ashley, as we wrap this up, is there anything you'd like to ask or anything before I turn it over to Matt to let him pitch his, talk his way out and do the TRM 10 and all that, which we want to pimp because it's a great program. I mean, all of us know, uh, but want to get your take on how this went and if you felt like it was helpful. No, I appreciate you guys having me on. It definitely was very eye-opening. Again, like I'm definitely much more on the coaching side and I definitely need to get more um, traction when it comes to building up the business portion. Um, You guys have given me a lot to think about, a lot to digest. And I really appreciate you guys like having me on, um, like Matthew said, like this thousands of dollars of free information that you guys have given me and the listeners. And I know I really appreciate it. Well, we're looking forward to doing this once a month, but you got to do us a favor. You got to let us know how your journey's doing. Tag all of us, tag the Excellence Cartel. So that way we can know if we're helpful because that's the goal. We just got into this because we like helping people. It's been a fun journey for two years. We actually got asked that, uh, or I got asked that at the PEC up there in uh, First Form, why I created the Excellence Cartel. And I was like, well, I got tired of, you know, watching only a select group of coaches control the speaking market in the industry. And I got with Jason and Sue and said, fuck these guys, let's do our own thing. And that's what we're doing. So we're trying to really help all the other coaches. So if you got, if you coaches are listening, we're taking applications for next month, hot seat or who wants to be a millionaire as Sue says, uh, and we'll have Matthew Park or either Jamie joining us. Someone from TRM will be great. Um, Jason, do you have anything you'd like to throw out before I turn it to Matt to wrap this baby up? Um, you know, I always kind of say this, but like the climate that I became a coach in, uh, was is way different than now. Um, there was less competitors. I did it on a message board, just sharing info. It's not much different than IG, but it was a lot less creative. You just got to your info. Um, and so I think even to this day, when I post, I'm more along those lines still, and it's worked for me. But, you know, the thing that that's kind of crazy is I'm not real sure sometimes if I can always give the best advice in these situations, because I didn't cut my teeth that way. So I guess all I'm saying for you coaches that are starting, um, you got to stay with it. You're got to have thick skin. You're going to have weeks where you don't sell a package. You're going to have two weeks where you don't sell a package. You might even go three. Um, 
you got to stick with it and, and stick to your guns. Um, those three things I know um, without giving perfect social media advice, but those three things you're going to have to have. hundred percent. Good feedback, Chase. I'm like you, all mine was spent building my rep, my reputation in the city of Nashville and training people in person. Yeah. So I jumped online. I just kind of follow what Sue does and just kind of like stay consistent, <laughs> just stay consistent. And yeah. he still buries me and makes me feel like shit. Like I'm yeah. in no, he's, he's like, got the social media thing down. I mean, if, if Ashley said, who, who, I only get to follow one account, which person to learn this? Oh, I would, I would say Sue. Yeah, no, the funny thing is about me, Ashley, with my social media is that, Jeff and Jason know I had a I had a switcheroo moment which made people want to listen to me more. So I used to be a complete shitbag online. Oh, oh fuck yeah, you were horrible. <laughs> the most offensive stuff towards you know like you know different like you know racial groups or like LGBTQ all this stuff. I was a complete like just asshole it, throughout like high school and college. I said words that I wish I could take back. I've actually gone back and deleted stuff that I used to post when I was younger. And people would always say, holy shit, Jeff, like, how could you post that online? Like, you're shaming like women, you're shaming, you know, the LGBTQ crowd, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, I was like, fuck, I'm done being a fucking idiot, an asshole. And I'm a, I want to use my life, use this platform for something good. So I got into coaching. And then people were like, wow, Jeff's actually not a bigoted tool bag. You know, he's actually a nice guy. And he knows some stuff. And then they started listening to me. But I had this platform because I was just so offensive. And then people saw me change. And that's how I grew my business, to be honest with you. Wow. I've been there for the ride the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could take it all back. I'm totally not the, I am not the same person today. And I regret it. How many times did I send you a message to on Facebook message? Like, dude, put that, take that down. Like, you want to, I know, but you know, it it kind of worked out in a way. And now I've grown and changed. So, Ashley, everyone has their own way of angle angle. you just got to keep moving and keep going forward i guess was my best point and you just Mm -hmm. made that point too it's all go ahead jeff no you go finish i was gonna say it's all it's all different for every person but it's the same like tenacity consistency and just keep keep going after and have that thick skin I was like, Sue, I was misread a lot on social media beginning. I came off angry and stuff because I'm a person with a chip on my shoulder. I like to drive the score up. And it wasn't until I like had the moment that I'm like, okay, it's really, I like winning and I hate losing. And I was able to clarify that message that it kind of took a spin, but I posted dumb shit too. I think we all do. I think Jason might be the only one who's like been clean on that, but he lived like the Cub Scout married life for a while. I mean, Sue were being the, devious assholes and decadent out there on social media. I just kind of lived along the lines of if I wouldn't say it in person, I'm not going to say it. Oh, I say it in person. So I never gave a shit. <laughs> I think that you know, like social media, first thing, you know, when Facebook came out, you know, I was like a college kid, right? So, you know, like any new thing comes out, like when fire first was discovered, I'm sure some people fucking burn themselves. So a hundred percent, Matt, man, I'm going to turn this over to you. Wrap it out. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today coaches if you're interested in being on our uh spotlight with us and matt feel free to message the excellence cartel page if you message myself jason or sue we are going to tell you to message the excellence cartel page so message the excellence cartel page Um, say what i had said yeah you can message any of us and then once you finished your message i was like well that's not right don't message me then (laughs) <laughs> don't don't listen to me yeah don't listen jason he's got prep brain right now we're i've got prep brain we're fixing that bad. 
we're fixing that. We're gonna. I'm baking him a bunch of brownies to add mushrooms in it, sending it to him. Nice. But, um, yeah, nice. nice. All right, Matt. So uh, go ahead and wrap us out, baby. Where can everybody find you at TRM? If you want to give like one little piece of gold nugget, and then we'll wrap this thing out. I only got one word for you, Ashley. It's patience. I'm going to write off Jason, you know, like he's bang on Jeffers bang on Jeff, all the year coaches you're on right now, Ashley have been in the game for decades, not years. Right. And you've been at this for four or five years and you've done a fantastic job. Keep, keep the work up. But if you want to take your, obviously get your things from like three clients to five clients to 10 to 20 and 30, we definitely can help you. I'd love the chance to go on a call with you and just chat with you more, more about that for sure. Obviously, if you go to matthewpark.com with one T forward slash TEC, you can book a call with me. We'll definitely discuss more about your business, where things are at for you, how we can get you growing. If it's a fit, great. If not, totally is fine too. I'm not, I'm not a pushy, hardcore sales guy. I'm more of a guy like this. If I can help you, I'll help you. And if, and if, if we can't, that's totally cool. We, Nick knows, like we had a call, was, wasn't a fit, totally is cool. Like we're still talking all the time, right? That's how mm-hmm. I work. Because I believe it's all about building the kind of the people first. And obviously you build trust over time. They might come to you in six months. They might come to you a year. They might refer somebody else. You don't even know. So that's my pitch. My pitch is going to be this. I went from 12 to over 30. And that's going to be my well, pitch. Like I said, I had my two coaches <laughs> kicking ass too. So yeah. I'm putting two other coaches through it. Don't we have a, a, a code? Yeah, it's the website link where Matt's doing all the free uh, consultations. I know, but I mean, does Ashley know the code? No, it's a www.matthew.park or Matthew. Nope, Ma- Matthew, MatthewPark.com with one T forward slash T E C. Yep. Okay. That's, where that's the way to go. So that's your show notes too. Okay. Hey, you yep. forgot my pitch. My pitch is that because of online coaching and all the money I've made, I now have a plant. I have a tree in my front yard that smells like ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> way to leave it to Sue. You know what, the Sue? I'll tell you what, you know what hobby I decided I'm getting into? I'm getting into fucking gardening. You're going to see a front yard that's so I knew lit that was come next spring. When I saw those plants at your house. Dude, wait till you see like where I could plant the marijuana plants that the yeah. DNA flybys won't be able to catch. That's like sweet. it's going to be so cool because I have wetlands right behind me. Yeah, They're like protected. So I'm like, well, no one's going to go down there and see my pot plants. Yeah. <laughs> I can see, I can see you with a little like monk, like, Whatever they, I don't know what they call them, gowns. I'm sure that's not the right word. Oh, yeah, going out there. Yeah, Dude. just going out there and like just you're done with bodybuilding. You just chill. Like that's how <sighs> you get started now. You know, actually, so remember how I told you guys I was going to step out of the game in my uh, 51 and just yeah. do what you guys want to do, a few clients and so forth? Yeah. I'm actually going to do writing. I'm actually going to start working with Stephen yeah. Pressfield some on, on getting better with my writing. And that's I really want to write on that. So, yeah, I don't know. Everyone says it's you're a gift of mine. Mentorship with him. Nah, yeah, I'm going to work with them. I actually think I'm going to have them talk to my team about writing better content. I'm real serious about my, my one class no, that, that I might, that I might actually do for the fitness coaches because I'm not real big into classes. I let you guys do that because you guys like doing it. But I really think I might see if Steven wants to partner with me and do a, a teaching class on writing in the fitness space because that's something where I see these great posts and I'm like, that is so emotionally flat that that didn't resonate with a single motherfucker who read it, but it was the best information I ever read, but yeah. it did not resonate. I was like, Oh, that was a strike. You know what I mean? And you can see it a mile away. Um, and it's for more for the newer coaches, man. It's different for us, Jason. And like Jeff, we've had so many, you just turn out the result, the result machine, you know, it just keeps moving. But when yeah. you're a coach and you're trying to convey pain to pleasure, that's a gift. And that's an art to be able to write that, to get the emotional response and, I really think that that could be an area that I want to help coaches with because I like writing and I don't mind helping them with it. So anyway, well, there we go. 
today was a beautiful podcast. Uh, next Tuesday, if you guys watched my IG, you saw I was absolutely had the shit beaten out of me by Jason Coley's when he was in town. So we're going to do Jason on the podcast for the next three months, one episode a month. And we're going to break down training very, very detailed because this guy is a fucking genius when it comes to training. I hurt in places I didn't even know I was supposed to hurt. And after 25 years of working out, he's made me completely reconsider how I program clients programming, how I take care of my own training. Like Jason and I talked about some stuff in the back channel. I'm like, Hey, try this. This has been some stuff. He's like, yeah, it makes sense. So I'm looking forward to bringing Jason Coley's on. He's actually a member of TRM too as well. Yeah. He's in the elite program with me. So he knows Uh, his shit. So, um, anyway, that turns out winners. What can I say? Um, but we look forward to having him on the segment. And then after that, we're going to begin our practical and then application episode again, we'll have a guest lined up and then we'll bring Matt on. So we're going to keep a very consistent format for you all. If you guys got any value today, liked it, please tag us, share us, let us know you love us, leave us a review, subscribe to us on iTunes, all the good, sexy stuff in the meantime. But until then, guys, I'm going to go have a lovely date because Tuesday is my date day. And I'm going to go pound some sushi and I will see you guys. Oh, you're an ass. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to send you pictures of it, fatty. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys have yourself a good day. Okay. All right. right, guys. guys. Yeah. Yeah.